Welcome to Beholder's Eye, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons epic fantasy adventure. My name is Alex and I'll be your host and Dungeon Master. On the Great Isle, it is a time of religious wars, imperial domination, and an ancient evil reborn. Only one crew can save the world from utter destruction. They are... Maugrain Silverbeard, Paladin of St. Delegis. Zalara Tremez, Wandering Elven Monk. Gerin Kelsey, High Elf Bladesinger. To do that, Simic Hybrid Rogue Warlock. Alright, who wants to let us know what happened last episode? I can do it. So, at the start of the last episode, we escaped from the rather scary force that was bearing down on us. We managed to make it back to Solara's home. We were very warmly welcomed into her mother's home. Margraine had a argument with our host, whilst Zalara found out her dad had died a few years back. And then Garen and Dulad made plans to potentially mess up the town a little bit to make it look like the Red Hand had attacked, to try and force the elves to stop being elves. <laughs> that's, that's about it. So we'll start once again in the city of Kalandor. We're at the Fizzy Jug. Up on the stage, we see a gnome playing the hell out of a hurdy-gurdy. The most romantic instrument. It is the most romantic instrument. It's, it's the equivalent of Valentine's Day. So they made sure that uh, they had a hurdy-gurdy player up there. Appropriate. People are slow dancing, <laughs> necking. This is, of course, Rosie. Her companions sit at a table. We see a lizard man and Azamar and a human woman sitting there. Lazar Usk. Drathan and Nita, respectively. And over the sound of Rosie's beautiful hurdy-gurdying, <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> Usk and Nita, their hands go flat against the table, and their eyes become dark brown, as if covered by wood. Small little sprouts come out their eyes. And the two of you, lizard man, human woman, find yourself in a place of darkness. You see the early world. You see Shamhara. You see the wars that we described before. And you see the multiple gates. You see the world being destroyed and then being put back together. And knowing that there's a great evil on one side of the Pleiades that needed to be contained. And so the Pleiades were created and a gate was opened over the mountain range so that no one could pass. Too many creatures from multiple planes would be there. Too much strangeness. Except one little spot. You see that people have been able to cross there. But now, coming from the east, you see something that could break through that force that separates them. It's a crow flying, dressed in a green robe. What it carries in its claws is thrown against the force there. And as it does, you can see the evil from out west pour forward and consume all of the Great Isle. And then you're back in the fizzy jug. What was that, my friends? There is something uh, powerful coming from the Empire. Yes, I have never seen you do that before. It gave me quite a fright. It was a vision of the past, something long ago. Very strange. It appears the mountains were to keep something out. Indeed. And the Empire, in its uh, expansion, may seek to destroy that. Destroy the mountains? Yes. That would be very bad. Yes, we uh, must do something about this. We cannot let this happen. It's too dangerous to be let loose. Maybe this is our purpose. We should tell Rosie, once she's done playing her beautiful music, 
It would be a shame to stop somebody whilst they hurzy goody. <laughs> so, Rosie, the song ends. <laughs> oh, good. People clap. You've made 16 gold for your performance right now, and you take a little break. <sighs> Rosie, there is a problem. You, you seem as excited as always. What's going on? I, I apologize. It has got me in quite a panic. The mountains might be destroyed. <laughs> Wait, what? How? They had a vision. I don't know why I am the one telling you. I did not see it, but <laughs> I am so frightened right now. You it did seem all worked out. That's scary. Right. What was scary about it? Overflow the mountains darkness. were destroyed. Usk. Not you. Shush. Usk. I was not paying attention. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> An overflow of darkness from darkness? the west? Yes. Right. The, um, and you can see as Rosie comes over, kind of this big hulking woman, probably about uh, Nita's about six foot, six foot six, six foot seven, about like pretty big lady. Um, she kind of softens a little bit, and she's like, uh, "Yes, Rosie, uh, there may be something very dangerous at the other side of the mountain." I saw a vision uh, that they may seek to destroy well, them. Well, story is that the Empire's been coming for a while. So, I mean, the, the, that's what the soldiers have all been going up there for for some time. So you think this is worse? Yes, it seems to be something of uh, great power. Hmm. A magical artifact. I don't know what, but Shampara, she spoke to me and uh, she is concerned. Oh, well, can we help? Well, yes, we can. Yes, we can. We should try. Well, all right then. Suddenly, you see a hulking presence looking down at you, and you recognize it as Magnar, man who you accidentally assisted in saving his young daughter and foiling the fireball plot. Hello, my friends. It is good to see you again. Magnar! Magnar! How's Yelva doing? She is very well, thank you. She is getting so big. They grow up too quick, don't they? They do indeed. But I have come for another purpose. There is something brewing in the east, and I need That's you... That's what they were just saying. Oh, that is that is very good, then. I do not have to explain what is going on. <laughs> yes, a artifact of great power wielded by the Empire to destroy mountains, yes? Yes, that is exactly it. I didn't know about the destroying mountains part, but... Well, yes. maybe it's not a... Destroy, destroy mountains, but create a larger path to them? Yes, they are, by all accounts, they are trying to make a push into these lands. Of course, we cannot have that. Yes, we uh, can't be let expand without question. Indeed not. So I assume you are all willing? Well, of course. Yes, and if they are willing, I will follow. Of course we are willing. Thank you my friends. All right, we'll cut back to Sin Ilnor. Um, you'll wake the next day. Um, you know that the council has been called and that we'll be meeting in the evening. Is there anything you want to do during the day? Hmm. Do I remember when they said that once, or sorry, did they say that once you know your way to Sin Ilnor, you know it, or it's no. just you have to know it? You just have to know it. Okay. Yeah, you're not plan. getting back in without Talara, if that's what you're yeah. thinking. No. It's the saplings that bring you back, right? Basically. Yeah. You have to be connected to a sapling to be able to get in. Um, so, um, I would like to take my newly saplinged arm over to the lore master or somebody and be like, what the fuck? Okay. 
do that would like to follow because he wants to learn about Solara's people. All right. So Aaron will too. I I will also follow because I'm uncomfortable <laughs> by myself with her mother, as you should be. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely should be. It's always weird being around the in-laws when you don't really know them yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go to Rizor and he says that that is fascinating though. I too don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I've never heard of this happening before. It seems to have grown through this piece of obsidian or some kind of rock here on on your band on on your wrist. It, it, it was called the Heart of Hathor. Do you, oh yes. You, do you know what that is? Yes. It it is. Legend has it that it was part of the ancient god Hathor. He sacrificed himself so that his people could live to fight the great evil from the past. Some say it was after the world was swallowed. Some say before. It was before. How do you know I, that? Well, I was in the woods um, as a tree just after coming back from the Feywild. I was taken back in time by Shamhara, and the world was new and fresh, and the oceans were much lower. There was different land masses, and I, I saw it all. That was part of it, and yeah. Um, and I, I looked through, and at first I was defending this woman from some wanderer between worlds, and I defended her as Shamhara, and then she eventually took a ring of fire from the universe? or some large entity. I don't even know how to explain that piece. But then she turned evil and red, and she ruled over what was here. But she brought forth beings, like humans and elves, and eventually all of the races were there. And the I saw her, I guess, turn against them. They, I, I don't really understand what happened, but there was wars that were starting. And she took part of her rib and a finger from this universe, this Tatamon. And they made Marat Hall. And they together ruled this world and were killing the creatures. And so the gods that existed gave pieces of themselves to fight back. And I saw Hathor give his heart. And I saw twins leave crystals. And I saw Shamhara in her tree with the beating heart in it and they used all of these pieces to pin down Anatana who we now we as a group have seen in another realm the the gateway the realm between realms she was pinned down so this is part of Hathor's heart I understand now that was a lot <laughs> Zilara where is this tree is it here um no it's in the red grove how far away is that from here Alex about half a day's travel it's it, it's a little ways from here um with migraine it's probably a full day <laughs> short joke <laughs> that's so one. yes if if shamahara her tree is the last crystal the last we need yeah the last chain we need to protect it mm -hmm. is that within these woods or is that yeah. outside no it's here the red grove is where the druids that are not elves are allowed to go that is where the heart of shamhara lives and part of the reason we came here first was to get the elves here to understand that that needs to be protected do they not know that is it not their deity have you not heard my mother some are followers of shamhara some are not 
Ah. We have no strict rules around religion. Mm. They protect themselves and Sinilnor above all. And if they can protect the druids, then they will, but obviously it's not high on their priority list right now. Some of the elfin druids have come to live with us as well during these treacherous times. And I know that Grayson, and if you recall, he's the only male member of the council and, and one of the youngest. Mm-hmm. He is, um, he's been petitioning the rest of the community and he does have people on his side, me being among one of them, to allow other druids of different races to come in here. So do you know how the grove is doing? I would assume not great. <laughs> well, that should be our highest priority then, right? Despite your family, we need to protect that tree. Yes. I hopefully we can convince the council tonight, but regardless, we that's the next place to go. Well, please come back and tell me how it works out. I'll need to continue keeping your story alive. You're already one of the most fascinating people to come from Sinel Noor in the past millennia. It helps you... to, you know, actually leave the borders once in a while. So they say. <laughs> so they say. You collect stories? Yes, I am the master of lore for Sinel Noor. I guard it. Do you have any books of the stories? I'm sorry, can you say that again? I actually... do, do you have any books of the stories? Oh, I do have a few scrolls, a few songs. Would you care to see them? Are, are you a lore guard well, I, yourself? I, I would, yeah. Oh, yes. And so he shows you some. Is there anything you're looking for in particular? Or are you just kind of... No, it's just um, do that, try and gain more information. Okay. So, yeah, you, you read a bit. Uh, you learn a little bit about the history of um, the wood elves and, and how they created Sin Elnor after um, it would have been pre-Thalmer time, but whenever some small kings would come out and try and take over the land and they kept being attacked, so eventually they created their own paradise. Okay. All right, anything else? Not from Margraine. He's going to try and keep his mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> is Stenlor's workshop still around? Let me remember what that is, and then, yeah, I'll tell you. Solara's dad's place where he did all of oh, his yeah, yeah, yeah. building no, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll still be there. Okay. Solara for sure wants to go back there. Okay. <clears throat> all right. You um, go to your father's workshop. So is it? has it changed at all? Did they, like remove anything or somebody else here now yeah so you do come in and uh you do see uh kyber who's one of the other elves in the town seems to have moved in and taken over the shop um oh hi hi kyber yeah, zalara you're back yeah i see you've taken over my father's shop well after you um left he kind of looks down uncomfortable um well, your father, he needed a new apprentice and, and someone who could take over. And of course, we all need someone who can work with metals here. So mm-hmm. I was happy to step in. It was a real shame whenever you left. I know I know, I missed you, even anyway. Yeah, I'm not sure how much longer I'll be back for, but... Um, You're not staying. You got your soul sapling. Why wouldn't you want to stay? Uh, my soul sapling apparently can come with me. So that's new. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, um, but... I, I, I guess I just... I miss this place. Well... I I spent I, a lot of time here when I was growing up. It was the only place I could get away from my mom. I remember. You were always covered in soot. Yeah. But no. better to be covered in soot and hearing the stories of the past than to deal with my mom's training regiment. Oh, boy. <laughs> I didn't mean that to be an insult. I, I always thought the soot looked nice. I mean, 
Oh. How, uh, how long are you staying? <laughs> um, well, we'll see what the council says tonight. The the Druid Grove. H- have you heard word? How are they doing? From everything I've heard, that most have left the area. I know that some of the, I guess, the high priests, you would call them? The, the upper echelon? I, I'm not sure what their, their terminology is, but uh, some of them have stayed back to protect it. But most of, most of the other Druids have been encouraged to leave the area. Um, mm. I know that many ran to that one colony at the edge to go oh. live with the Thalmer people. Tuck's Edge? That sounds right. Oh, no. Uh, that that city's been wiped out. You know that, right? No, I wasn't aware of that. They really are keeping everybody in the dark. Oh, it's it's really bad out there. I'm not going to lie. Then um, why go back? The world needs protecting. We have gods and demons, and we have to protect this world. It is the center point of all of existence. If it falls, everything's gone. Well, it's down to us. You you and your mother may have not always seen eye to eye, but you certainly talk as she does. Really? Oh, yes. She must protect everything and everyone's something of her concern. I guess I've just expanded my horizons a bit more than she had. Maybe the case. Well, if you if you are here another night or so, I wouldn't mind if maybe you and I would go to Puriana's and have some berry wine and just sit and talk about old times. That would be nice. I'm not sure Very how much well. time I have, but if I'm around, I'll join you. Great, then it's uh, it's a big goofy stuff. I always appreciate it's it's uh, it's a date. Um, but tonight after the council meeting. Uh, sure. All right. Well, I've got I've got to. I'm the one covered in soot now. I, I've got to get back to work. So we'll see you tonight. Alex, while they're having that conversation, is there any like small jewelry or anything I could pocket? <laughs> Oh, you guys all there? <laughs> well, I just assumed they were followed. Okay. <laughs> I assume they were there too, so I'm like, this is really awkward that he's hitting on me while my friends are around, but whatever. Margaret, you have some competition, it looks like. It seems she likes crafters. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, and her dad was a crafter, and she's like, ooh, he can wheel. Yeah. You know. It doesn't matter that he looks like he's a six-year-old boy. <laughs> like the guy who can handle himself around a forge, you see. When yeah. He's real good with a hammer. He can hold yeah. my tongs any day of the week. <laughs> Listen, like, almost one of the first things Margraine did for her was make her a necklace. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I didn't even know about the whole dad makes jewelry thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, um... Let's see, but, Dulod. This, this roll, I rolled a, a hand. Yeah, I rolled a natural two for a ten total. Wow. <laughs> That's really bad. Alright, hold on. Give me a second. Nothing fancy, just a keepsake for where I'm being where I'm going. Sure, sure. Let's just Should I roll two? <laughs> no. Okay. Well Kuiper's uh oh. he's a little too distracted and um <laughs> Yeah, I guess maybe he doesn't have all the, the blood going to his brain anymore. That he needs to. <laughs> so you're able to get away with uh, uh, just a couple of small rings that look like he, he made out of silver. Be worth a total of um, 125 silver each. So not too shabby. Okay. I, I guess I would leave the place. I don't know what everybody else is doing. <laughs> there has to be... More people that have seen the outside, yes? No, not really. I mean, beyond my mom and the protection detail, 
they literally live and die within these trees. That is so boring, but... It's part of the reason they make such exquisite things. When you don't have anything else to focus on, you can really hone your craft. Dad made these, and then I'd point to my earrings, and, uh... Dulod sleight of hands it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd notice if you were trying to take them off of my ears. (laughs) When you're talking about being able to hone a craft, you know, do that sort of preoccupied looking at the marks on his skin, his crab claws for arms and fins and everything, because it hits home with his life a little bit as well. His protection detail. Mm-hmm. Um, how sturdy are they? Like, surely they have seen the terrible things out there, yes? Well, yes, that's part of the reason they're holed up in here. Do but they I talk? Talk to the rest of the, the people, people here? Yes. You heard my mom, right? They they don't want to scare everybody. Mm. What they tell if we could get them possible? What if we could get them to scare the people? Talk a little bit over too much ale, perhaps some wine. It takes a lot to get us drunk. A lot. I have this refillable jug. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, mm, that ain't gonna come close to the berry wine, but I um. Have I it. can would get they... drunk. You can get drunk. Would they be able to outdrink our dwarven companion? Who's that? Oh. <laughs> uh, I can I can hold my own on a drink or two for sure. Yeah. Hey. We need some dissension. We need people to know. If the people know, and this is a democracy, like they say, then uh... I know it's not. I'm just saying, if they are touting that as a democracy, then the people need to stand up. They need to know what danger they face. That's not a bad idea. I wish I thought of it last night. <laughs> it's been I... a long night. Do they drink I mean, in the day? Well, if it's anything like my home, yes. <laughs> yeah, um, to be fair, also like him and I's home. <laughs> I, I, well, we normally don't drink that heavily. I guess maybe. I, but the fact that, uh oh, what was his name? Do I just one? set up a date with? The date guy? Kyper. I mean, normally at least larger news of area things falling would have spread. At least, well, gosh, maybe I didn't realize even how much I knew as protection detail that others didn't. Kyper didn't even know that the tux edge had fallen. That's huge. It is. What if I show him what they look like? Show him what who look like. What's the red men look like? And say, this is what is coming for you. It can't hurt at this point. Mm, okay. And I'll go back to Kyber real quick. <laughs> Kyber. Oh, yes. Hello. You're Zalara's friend. Indeed I am. Um, question. Real bad at they introducing have... people. <laughs> I am Garen. It is a pleasure to meet you. It, it's good to meet you too. Um, sorry, dirty hands are so I shake it. Well, that's okay. My hands get dirty all the time. Um, all right. So, have you seen or heard about the Redmen that are outside your forest? No, I, I not really. Have you heard that you are surrounded? What do you mean? Have you heard that they are surrounding the forest as we speak? Give me a persuasion roll. Okay, find my character sheet. I'm gonna say DC 15. Now 13 because you're you're also an elf. Okay. 21. Damn, that's a 19 the on plus the Plus two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I, I no, no, I hadn't. What do you mean we're surrounded? Well, the the army, 
they are trying to destroy everything. Uh, as I understand it, right now they cannot get in because of whatever spell is on this place. So we're safe? Mm, not necessarily. Magic can always be broken. It hasn't been broken here for over a thousand years. So why would it be broken now? Because everything gets broken over time. And our job is to make sure it does not happen here and everywhere else. But if you do not even know about what is not too far away from your own home, then how could you ever protect yourselves? You rely on a magic you do not understand? That's, that's very true. And so you're saying we're surrounded right now? Like they're outside Indeed. outside the forest? Outside, outside of the forest. Yes, it is a ways off, but the forest is growing smaller and smaller by the day as they burn it. I do not know if your magic can protect from everything burning, just not finding it, correct? Does the council know about this? They have heard, and we are going to meet them tonight to discuss this, but they know. Who else knows about this? This is, does Zalara know about this? Indeed she does. That's why she is here. She wants to prevent it. Your council is just being stubborn and listening to our cries for help. This is... I've got to let people know. This is crazy. Indeed. And, uh, well, let me tell them first. So I do not want to alarm you too much, but this is what is out there. And I'll cast Minor Illusion to show kind of what we fought, like the Wyvern, the Mages, the Redmen, the Ogre Redmen, everything. This is what awaits outside your door. We have to let people know. We have to let people know now. Yes, indeed. However, it should be remain calm. As calm as possible. They should be alarmed, but don't start to panic. We just need the council to listen. You are okay. a democracy, yes? Yes, of course. Don't you yeah. want to fight against this? Yes, we must. You're absolutely right. We must. We should be should be spending my time making arms. Indeed. Do you, are, are you fortified here? Do you have swords we, and We spears? have our protection detail who takes care of us. Mm, no army? Woman and child should be armed if it's as you say. And trained, if not. Yes, if, if there's time for that. Let's pray that it is. Thank you. Thank you, Garen. No problem. I just want everybody to know what is at stake. I will let people know for sure. There's just too much at, at stake here. I didn't... I had no idea. How could they keep us in the dark like this? I ask myself that as well. I'm going to go talk to my friend Grayson. He's one of the more open-minded on the council. He should let he should know that there are those who are willing to fight for Sin El Noor. Do I remember which one Grayson was? He's the only guy on the council. I don't think you, you talked to him at all last time. Okay. Did he seem inclined towards listening to Zalara or not? Um, he seemed inclined, yeah. Okay. Um, yes, that sounds good. I hope I did not disturb you too much. You disturbed me greatly, but it's thank you for disturbing me. I needed to hear You're this. Welcome. The more information, the better we can make choices. Yes? Absolutely. All right. Well, um, it was nice to meet you, and uh, good luck with your day tonight, if you still do it. I, yeah, there's, if, yes, of course, yeah. yeah even that, in times of war, you must live, yes? Yes, yes. All right. Thank you, friend Garen. Thank you, Kyber. Take care. You hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now I'll walk out feeling accomplished because I don't necessarily have to murder anyone right now. That's so much better than I thought you were going to do. When you were asking about the protection detail, I thought you were going to start like stringing them up in the woods and stuff so people get scared. Yeah. 
That's a good thing you rolled so well. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Um, uh, anything else before the council? So, I talked with Kyber. Oh. He seems reasonable. So good luck tonight, Zolara. <laughs> um. Thanks. I may have told him and showed him what is outside our walls, and he seemed inclined to tell people about it. Talking first with Grayson, which I don't know if that's a good idea or not, but at least he's a man on uh, maybe more inclined. Yeah, I, I think Grayson's probably going to be easier to get on our side. Um, it's, I mean, if my mom is on our side, and if Grayson seems inclined, then there's only five people. Um, so in in theory, it shouldn't be too much harder. Um, but you, that old lady, liked us, yes, or did she well, not? She it she was banished before. Mm -hmm. She said so much herself. We've returned from where she came from, so maybe we can work on that. Karana, yeah, Karana. Uh, I mean, Karana's always been very gentle with me. Um, she was the only one who, when I would talk about wanting to leave, she understood. So hopefully. Um, yeah, and you said there's five, right? Yeah, and uh, the real pretty one, um, Dayun, she's going to be the hardest to convince. That's the one that didn't like me, right? <laughs> I think that was all of them, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, she's probably the worst. Um, she's taken everything here very for granted. And I think she is of the assumption that some of the sacrifices that our grandparents made to protect this place cannot be broken. But I know better. We've seen things that you never would have expected to be broken, broken already. Yeah. <laughs> but you know this. We'll fix it. Everything can be reforged. You haven't said that in a few episodes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I have to throw it out there. Kind of, kind of <laughs> be my catchphrase. You guys are walking through the street, see Italan, who's... She's the suzerain, the head of the council. She is one of the elder elves you know, with her gray hair, and she has some wrinkles around her eyes, though still quite beautiful, as elves are. She says, Zalara, can I speak with you privately? Edelon, of, uh, of course. So and you I mentioned will. before that Tamika had wanted me to have this. She shows the yes. necklace. You're I, wearing it. I was hoping to have some word from her. Yes, I have an apple. If you want to speak with her, I can make it happen. Oh, okay. I, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I forgot about this. Um, <laughs> she has um, a ravens, I think. I'm not really sure how her network works, but if I take this and I'll pull the apple out of my sack, I assume it's still edible. It's still, it looks pristine, yeah. Okay, good. Um, if I, I take a bite out of this and throw it in the air, her birds or ravens or something will know to take her a message that you're willing to speak with her, I think. Okay, yes. I. Okay. Uh, sure. If that's, what, if that's what we need, then yes, please. Okay. Crunch. <laughs> And I'll throw the apple as high as I can. So you throw the apple high in the air, and the necklace on Italon explodes. Oh, Give oh, me a. Shit. Oh. Uh, it's going to be a deck 16, brief, or deck save 16. All of us? Just no, Zalara was I'm the only closest. one there. Okay. Oh, right. Okay. Sorry, I'm pulling my cheat back up. Deck save 16. 18. All right, so take 22 points of damage. 
Italon explodes there awesome. in the middle of Sin Ilnor, and we'll call the episode there. Thanks for listening to episode 83 of Beholder's Eye Objectives. I hope you all enjoyed hearing the first appearance of Beholder's Eye East team. I will be getting to know them more and more over the next few episodes, so let us know your thoughts. Remember, if you want to support Beholder's Eye, our Patreon is patreon.com forward slash Beholder's iPod. You'll find some cool stuff there. Get early released episodes and get to see the face of Cthulhu. If you can't support us financially but want to help out the show, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Check out our website, Beholder's iCast, and follow us on Twitter at Beholder's iPod. You can follow Ryan, who plays Dulot at Duff Duff the Third, Ben, who plays Garen at Miro4D2, Kim, who plays Alara at Metzger. Girl and Sam who plays Margraine at Samslot 007. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. Editing performed by Sam Canary, music and effects editing by Benjamin Floyd, music from filmmusic.io, fantasy ambiance by Alexander Nakarada, serpentstudios.com. This house, plaint, mist on the moor, folk round, a guide, chide, probably mispronounced that one, anxiety, curse of the scarab, and our journey begins all by Kevin McLeod and Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0. License creativecommons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0. Sound effects by zapsplat.com. Please check the show notes for further details. This work is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution non commercial share alike 4.0 international license. Creative Commons.org forward slash licenses forward slash by forward slash 4.0.